0: Hi, my name is Jungwook Lee, and I'm a master's student at the University of Illinois working for Dr. Stein. Today, I'm going to be talking about up to 30% corn germ may be included in diets fed to growing to finishing pigs. The objective of this experiment was to determine the optimal inclusion rate of corn germ in growing to finishing pig diets containing 0 or 30% DDGS. A total of 280 pigs with an initial body weight of 42.5 kilograms was used, and there were 10 pan replicates of each diet, five replicates with four pigs per pan, and five replicates with three pigs per pen. and pigs were allowed at limited access to feed and water throughout the experiment. And a three-phase feeding program was used. The grower diets were fed during the initial 28 days of the experiment and early finisher diets were fed during the 28 days of the experiment. Late finisher diets were fed during the last 27 days of the experiment. Gross performance data such as average daily gain, average daily feed intake, and gain to feed data were determined. Carcass composition and fat quality were also determined. We had eight different dietary treatments, two levels of DDGS, 0 or 30%, were used and four levels of corn germ 0, 10, 20, or 30% were used in this experiment. Data were analyzed as two by four factorial design, DDGS and Corn Germ as factors using the mixed procedures of SAS. The model included Corn Germ, DDGS, the interaction between DDGS and Corn Germ as fixed effects And the block as random effect. And the linear and quadratic effects were determined using orthogonal polynomial contrasts. Moving on to results. On the upper right hand corner, there is SCM value, p-values for DDGS effects, corn germ effects, the interaction between corn germ and DDGS, and also linear and quadratic effects of corn germ in 0% DDGS. And linear and quadratic effects of corn germ in 30% DDGS. Average daily gain ranged from 0.94 to 1.03 kilograms, and average daily gain was greater for pigs fed no DDGS than for pigs fed 30% DDGS. There were no linear and quadratic effects of adding greater levels of corn germ in diets with or without DDGS. Average daily feed intake ranged from 2.62 to 2.9 kg. Every daily feed intake was greater for pigs fed no DDGS than for pigs fed 30% DDGS. There were no linear and quadratic effects of adding increasing levels of corn germ in diets with or without DDGS. Gain the feed was not influenced by the inclusion of DDGS in the diet. There were no linear and quadratic effects of including greater levels of corn germ in diets that contained no DDGS and 30% DDGS. Dressing percent was not influenced by the inclusion of DDGS in the diet. There were no linear and quadratic effects of adding corn germ in diets with or without DDGS. 48 hour drip loss was not influenced by inclusion of DDGS in the diet. There were no linear and quadratic effects of adding corn germ on 48-hour drip loss in diets with no DDGS and 30% DDGS. Fat-free lean ranged from 53.8 to 56.1%. Fat-free lean was not influenced by the inclusion of DDGS in the diet. There were no linear and quadratic effects of adding corn germ on fat-free lean in diets with or without DDGS. Belly firmness was greater for pigs fed no DDGS than for pigs fed 30% DDGS. There was a linear decrease in belly firmness for pigs fed no DDGS, whereas belly firmness was not influenced by the inclusion of corn germ in 30% DDGS. Conclusions, addition of up to 30% corn germ in diets containing 0 or 30% DDGS has no detrimental effects on pig growth performance, carcass composition, or fat quality. Feeding corn germ may result in reduced belly firmness even if no DDGS is included in the diet. It is possible that negative effects of corn germ on belly quality may be ameliorated by reducing inclusion rate of corn germ in late finishing diets. These data will be presented at the American Society of Animal Science Midwest Conference in Des Moines, Iowa in March 2012. Thank you for your attention. For more information, you can visit our website at the address on your screen. Thank you.